Welcome to the Boston's Big Four podcast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. We're back. Episode 97. Of Boston's big podcast. That's Jarvis Green's number. Shout out to Jarvis Green. Big shouts. And we have a guest with us, Philly G. What's going on? Boston Zone. How we doing? Thank you for Fresh joining us. Fresh off the release Thank you of, for having me. what was it, G-Pain? G-Pain. Yeah, it just came just, out yesterday. Just came seven, out yesterday. Seven. And you've been dropping uh, every month. Yeah, every month on the seventh day. And uh, so what do you... So you've been dropping every month the last... How long? Since January. Since January. Yeah. All right. So yeah. what's the uh, what are you what are you looking to do right now? Like you you've you know you've put out some projects. You've uh, you know you've you're building up your. You said you you're kind of building up your name, your your solo name. You were with the band before. Right. So you know what's the what's the goal right now for the rest of this year? Like what are you, what are you looking looking to do? Um, you know, um, at this point, I'm really looking to continue to drop music every day and not every day, every month, uh, and, um, just really keep getting better, honestly, Yeah. at this point. Uh, at first, you know, I really wanted to shine some light on what I'm doing and, um, as me, as a solo artist, Philly G, you know, and, uh, but now I just, you know, since I've been dropping so much music, I've really been just learning a lot about myself and about my artistry and so at this point you know hopefully if i can get some attention uh people looking at what i'm doing uh just really you know get to new 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 ears yeah at this point uh, but at the same time it's mostly at this point a growth thing for me because you know when you make a lot of music you 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 figure out little flaws that you have or strengths that you have and now i just really want to capitalize on that and continue to draw music. Word. Nice, nice. So, you're honing your craft right now. Um, how, like, when did you start making music, and what was that like in the beginning? Uh, yeah, no, like, I've been making music since I was a kid, like, you know, three years old, two, three years old, playing really? drums. Two yeah. or three, damn. Yeah, like, if you look at, like, all my baby pictures, it's me, like, on the drums. Like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. all of them. And, um... You know, I was performing. My father's a drummer, so that's how I got into music. That always helps, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And he, he was like, you know, uh, an active drummer. He would have gigs, and he would play different places, and I will go with him. And uh, sometimes he would let me sit in. So that's why I've been performing since I was, like, really young. I've been on stage, like, since I was, like, probably four or five years old. Oh, wow. Uh, so have you ever had stage fright, or is that just, like, something you always are comfortable with? Um, it's not, like, stage fright. Um it's more like I get anxious, okay, a little bit on like shows, uh, uh, like bigger shows or yeah, just bigger shows. I'll get anxious before I just want to get it going. Yeah. yeah, it's not like I'm nervous because you know when you do something a lot, you're confident in what you do, but you know you could be excited to do something. Like yeah, yeah, it's right to be on edge. I've heard people say that like whenever you're either public speaking or performing or something. Right. Uh, if you're not nervous at all, like something might be wrong. So it's good to, or yeah. not nervous, but in a way, like on edge, like you were saying, there's an anxiousness to, to make it good, to make it how you envision it. Because I'm sure with experience, you know, that things may not always go exactly how you expect them to. So you got to 
bring it with you the whole time. Right. For sure. Mm. So pre-pandemic, were you uh, performing at all or have you been sort of releasing yeah, things? No, pre-pandemic, I've been performing crazy nonstop since like 2013. Okay. And it all came to a stop. That was like pandemic hit and that was the first time I had no shows for an extended amount of time. It was like different, like a little bit of an adjustment period for me. Um, because, you know, like my internet stuff isn't going crazy, like my social media stuff, but, you know, I, I've been active in the scene for a long time. So it's like, I just been doing a lot and, you know, been moving and yeah, when it just stopped, it was kind of like a little bit of not a depression, but like, mm -hmm. oh, I, I got to find something. Yeah, I think we were I all a little rattled. That fill that void. But yeah. that's that's how I started dropping music again, you know? Mm. That was the other thing. is like, you know, I, I've done so many shows. Before this year, you went on my Spotify, there's like two, two, maybe three albums under my name, and they're all like a joint, like a collaborative project. Yeah. Mm. I had nothing at all under just my name, just me. Right. You know? Yeah. Until this year. And so, now you got how many EPs out now? Five, five there's, EPs. Well, wow. I think there's seven total on my Spotify. Okay, so you're grinding. Yeah, love to see it. So out of those tracks, how many of them <clears throat> were completely conceived uh, last year? Did you have anything written, or are these pieces of things taken from other projects that maybe you had in the vault at the time that now you've just put out as a full song yourself? <laughs> it's funny you, you say in the vault. Um, everything that I've dropped this year has come this year or like um obviously the the music i dropped on january 7th i did in like november december but everything mm. else so everything is current mm. except for the project called the vault mm. hey it's funny i nice didn't know you had that yeah that makes yeah, sense so I, I dropped one ep called the vault and it had three songs that i've been performing for a long time but never dropped so mm. people have been asking about them whatever they're like old songs. Like, Owen loves those. Owen. I was just going to say. <laughs> Owen loves those secret gems. If yeah. I had seen you perform one of those songs and I liked one of the lyrics or hooks or something and I went to find it and couldn't find it, you bet every week I'm looking for it. I might right. DM you wondering where it is. Would, Can exactly. I get a private copy? I'm just like, yeah. that is my favorite thing. And I, it's such a smart marketing like ploy because is. people go there and they think they're going to hear the five tracks you just put out on your ep but if there's like a couple ones that they're like that's not on the ep and i've never heard it before and then you just try to find it and you can't <laughs> and now you're looking through all their social media it's it's a whole thing you it very i mean i'm i'm sure there's tons it's a of good way to get like people like more engaged with you like Absolutely. people are gonna spend their time looking for that song it's worked on me so if you got it any has. more of those hit me <laughs> I, I need <laughs> that <laughs> yeah it's cool i i, I kind of adopted that um when I was with the band, we would perform a lot of songs that weren't out. We would perform a lot of songs that weren't even songs. Mm. You know what I mean? Somebody mm. come to rehearsal with an idea, and they would, you know, just jam on it a little bit. Uh, we would rap on it, and then we'd just be like, yo, let's perform that this yeah. this, this weekend. Let's perform it. Let's just try oh, yeah. it. And not know? even record it. It doesn't even have a name or anything. Yeah. You know? So the musicians that you work with, are they uh, good? Like, are are they session musicians in that they don't need to have music in front of them can they just sort of vibe with what you guys are going with and and play oh yeah i think my, the people i i i rock with are um i think they're the best top tier musicians you know mm. um they all 
are like well established in their own fields you know like you know my guitar player or not my guitar player but the guitar player that I, I rock with you know he's doing his thing he's well respected in his field Tr- trumpet player you know mm. tr- uh, trombone player drummer key player player bass player everybody you know is kind of excelling in their craft right now okay. so when we come together it's just kind of like yeah, that's Whatever. great. And how did you find these guys? Where was that someone you knew from a long time back, or did you find each other through music? Um, all through school. Okay. Yeah, I went to Berkeley. Berkeley. And everybody, okay. Shout uh, out Berkeley. Big shout out Berkeley. Yeah. Shout what was that Berkeley. experience like going to Berkeley? Uh, it was cool. It was alright. Um, I didn't, I didn't love it. Yeah. But it really had some uh, big positives that came out of it. Uh, Obviously, like great for networking and making connections in the music industry yeah i would say so for sure you know uh more than connections uh but like meeting like-minded people right you know they're not necessarily going to come out of berkeley with like somebody in the industry that you can hit up and they're looking out for you type thing Mm. but you'll you'll walk out of that place with a team uh, or like a good group of people that are trying to do the same thing that you're doing right that makes sense which is important and that was like everything for me Right. For sure, um, I kind of was like the only musician type, artist type kid in my group of friends, you know. Yeah. So when I got there and like I had other people around me, it was it was big for me. Yeah, that's really important because you it's you can only grow your craft. I mean, there's no limits, but it seems like uh, it's a better environment to grow your craft around like-minded people. So if you're the only musician, you could get really good at music, but maybe there's things you're missing or, or ideas you're not bouncing off of other musicians and getting better that way, right. which makes sense. So uh, something I was curious about with Berkeley, they, um, and I'm not sure what path I guess you took, but to, don't they, they teach you about the softwares these days, right? So like, uh, I think, don't they provide licenses, I think, for Ableton? Or there's certain ones that they'll teach you, right? The industry standard? Yeah, I think you can get them all through. Really? Oh man, I yeah. should have gone to Berkeley want those yeah, those are thanks. like a great deal because don't you get them it's not for life is it or you you still get student codes after you graduate no nah, you don't get student code a- after you graduate but you'll know somebody in the school forever you know like yeah yeah you'll get that student code somehow that makes sense yeah but, um, I, I i know they hook they hook those up with the stuff that students may not be able to afford at the time which is like a huge step industry-wise these days if you have access to the software right for sure yeah berkeley was dope like if it, depending on what you want to do, you know, Berkeley is, will give you a look, good kickstart. Mm. Like, if you want to do production or engineering, um, if you don't know anything, you, you'll leave that school knowing something. <laughs> for sure, you right, know, like, yeah. for sure. Now, shout out Berkeley. Keep keep Big shouting shout them out. out. Yeah. Big shout out to Berkeley. Yeah, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because, like I said. <laughs> Reverse like, shout out Berkeley. Yeah, nah. <laughs> You're taking it back. There's some things I didn't like about the school for sure, but I don't want to be overhyping yeah. the good. But, yeah. you know, we keep it a positive, so oh, shout out Berkeley. Honestly, we can get negative, <laughs> too. What was shitty about it? We yeah, wanted, <laughs> nah, I don't even want to even go there. Let's air them out. Like I said, off camera, like it took me a long time to get through that shit. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. That's so, like, can I swear on here? Yeah, yeah, no, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We don't yeah, have any good. rules. Cool, cool. So we mentioned before, um, I discovered you through Balin, who Owen and I met probably five years ago at Mass Apparel. Right. And you guys obviously work together a lot. 
You so know. how did that connection come about? Through the band. Through the band. Yeah, so we, I mean, shout out all the people in Viva La Hop. That was the band I was a part of. Um, and I say it was a part of because it's no longer running. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, nah, he wasn't the first person I met. But when I, basically somebody in the band, he was like, yo, you should come check us out. Like, we starting to get it going. Like, we could use another rapper type thing. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll come check it out. And then I went and I met Balin there. And he was like a part of, of the band yeah. that I met that day. And it took us a while um, to get cool. It wasn't like we were like best friends right away or nothing like that. But I mean, we did so many shows together, like over time. You know, that's my brother now. Like, right. That's even crazy to even talk about a time we went that cool like that, you know? Yeah. And he's in Brooklyn now, right? Yeah, he moved to Brooklyn. So you've been out there, obviously, a few times. What's the scene like out there, and how is it different from, from the scene around here? Uh, I like Brooklyn a lot. Um, you know, I would never move there personally because it's like New York is a little up-tempo yeah. for me. But uh, as far as the music scene goes, not even just the music scene, but the scene, uh, the energy is just different. Like uh, I was saying, like it's really welcoming. Yeah, out there, you know, you go out there whether you perform an event in a venue, block party, house party, whatever you're doing, like people are gonna be engaged. Mm-hmm. You get off stage, people are gonna come up to you and be like, "Yo, I was fucking with your set," um, and I really appreciate that yeah. aspect of, you know, that bro right there. Like, I don't know, it's just it's a little different. It feels different, right? You know, yeah. We definitely don't get enough of that around here sometimes. Is Boston snooty? <laughs> question mark. No, serious Yo, question. A, I, I refuse to get on any podcast and like talk bad about the city of Boston right, because, right. like, you know, I go to Brooklyn and I defend my heart, like, I defend the city with all my heart. Like, right. oh, of course. So I don't want to even. Yeah. Nothing wrong with giving props to know, somewhere else, though. It doesn't but, mean you know, you're shading yeah. your own home. But, you know, I'm not going to say we're any type of thing, but I'm just going to say they're really friendly in Brooklyn. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's you know. fair. I mean, we touch on that kind of all the time on this podcast, so we're beating a dead horse with that anyways. <laughs> but that makes sense. Uh, it is it is cool, especially, like, I'm sure you got a few new followers. Like, I think artists should travel more. Like, a lot of people try to oh, get absolutely. big, like, in their area, which mm-hmm. is obviously important. But you're always going to be in your area, so you may as well go other places, make connections. And it helps if you know someone there in the first place, I guess. Right. Um, but, yeah, just finding the chance to do a show somewhere else. Did you do, um, Do you do like, a couple shows there, or was it just... Um, so Brooklyn and New York, you know, Manhattan, wherever, is just one of the places we've done mad shows. Like, okay. You know, we've toured all up and down the East Coast um, as far as... Georgia. Oh wow! Damn. You know we played UGA three years in a row. Uh, their spring fling. Oh damn! Um, so we've done things in North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, e- everywhere on the coast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just agree. I want to second what you said. Like traveling and doing shows out of state, so important. Mm. I mean, I'm, I've made a I've made a little career out of performing. You know, not dropping music online and doing the online thing. Mm. You know, just performing my craft for new crowds. Yeah, and that's the realest thing. Uh, social media helps and it's important, but the 
the most tangible part of every, anything you're doing is performing in front of people right. and meeting people face to face. It's mm -hmm. huge, yeah. Yeah, it's always weird. Like I always feel like I have, like I get more support out of state than I do in state. Mm. And I've that, heard that from a lot of artists actually. Yeah, and it's weird because like multiple states. Yeah. You know, multiple. I feel like multiple states. I get more love out there than I do here when I come here. But now, do you think that as, uh, like. Is that less to do with people here not liking your music as much and more so someone from another place thinking like this is a guy from somewhere else? You know, is that option sort of two for sure? Right. Because, again, I don't think Boston has a bunch of haters. Mm. I, don't, I don't believe that, you know, No, I don't believe that either. And uh, and I and so what you said, like, you know, just like if somebody came here from Virginia Right. And killed the Middle East, and you were there. You'd be like, "Yo, this dude from Virginia, I'm, I gotta follow right. him because yeah. he was killing it." But for some reason, when you tell someone that they're from the town next to you, they're like, "Ah, you know, it it, it has to be bad." Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're like less likely to be impressed by it for some reason. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird, but right. uh, and then but eventually though, when they it's it is strange, and I mean, I know like I guess it should be better. People should just support people if they hear objectively good music. Um, but it makes sense though. You get yourself popping in in a couple other states. Now people from your state start to notice, and they're wondering what what have I missed? Like, did something go on that I missed? And then now all of a sudden your state's popping big, and right. uh, and I don't know if that's exactly the path that happens with everybody, but they uh, the marketing thing seems to be just a big old uh, like crashing waves of people trying different things, you know. And sometimes they work really well, and sometimes they don't. But right. yeah. What's um, what are like some of your favorite shows you've done? You so was it all East Coast stuff or did you go ever West Coast? Yeah, we never went West Coast. Okay, but we was about to, but mm. uh, it just never worked out. Had to have been the pandemic, that goddamn nah, pandemic. Oh, the band ended. Um, the the run was from 2013 to about 2017, 18. Okay, 2017 really it was like the beginning of the fizzle out. Mm. Sounds like some big drama. Maybe we should put a pause on everything else. Oh, what happened? <laughs> yeah, nah, I mean, nah, I'm not going to say it was no big drama. But, you know, it didn't work out. You know, it didn't like, work out. But mostly, Things you know, don't work out sometimes. You know, there's always some drama that happens. Mm -hmm. Of course. But above all, basically, like, we were all Boston-based. Mm -hmm. We were, you know, living in Boston. And then one by one, everybody kind of moved out the city. Yeah. And, you know, that was really, we were a little spread out. It's just tough. It's, yeah, it's tough to make it work. We were a 10-piece band, right. you know? Drums, bass, keys, guitar, two rappers, four horns. That's a lot of moving That's parts. That's a lot, That's yeah. great. You know? So how common was that? You guys must have been one of, if not the only band doing that because i think still gold uses a full band but not a 10 piece like mm, how right. how like that must have been not a lot of hip-hop bands should, yeah around here that i know of other than still gold there's there's a few that i can think of but yeah that's, that's yeah, wild yeah, yeah how you, you must have been one of yeah no nah, i mean I, I swear we was the first to do that shit. i yeah. didn't know anybody doing it well when we was doing it at the time like we i mean t we would show up to spots and people would look at us crazy hmm. you know we never fit a bill Right. That was the thing. We show up to a hip hop bill. We got a bunch of DJs doing trap music. Yeah. Melodic stuff. Yeah. We show up with 10 niggas with a amps. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> and a drum set. And a yeah, drum awesome. set. You know, like. Together. 
it was just different and then you know we would get on like the jam band scenes is what they call it you know mm. like or funk scenes if you will okay different stuff we get on those type of shows we're like we got like the funky stuff going on with the band but you know you got me and Balin mm. talking about all this type of crazy shit you yeah. know like jumping around getting crazy off the whatever yeah. so it's like did you guys ever cover Feel Good Inc. by the Gorillas? I feel like that would have been right up your lane, <laughs> nah, right? Never, nah. Oh, man, that would have been sick. But I, I could see kind of that vibe at the festivals like that, you know what I mean? Right. We did some covers, but yeah. nah, never any good ones, in my opinion. That's <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so there's, there's where the drama started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, yeah, it's different. It's, you know, 10 people, a lot of people it's, like Yeah, that's stuff. a lot of, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of different op- opinions, different ideas. It's hard yeah. to make it all work and come together. But it must have been awesome. Like, when you were at the height, like, when you were making your rumors, so to speak, that was my Fleetwood Mac reference of the day. Um, if you, <laughs> While things were sort of, like, going at the time, like, so you're doing these festivals, it's this funk, hip-hop sort of hybrid. What, what was, like, the... There had to have been, I guess... Um, like that vibe, like were you guys adapting to the funk part of it or was the funk sort of like bleeding into the hip hop? I mean, equal. Okay. Equal. That must have been fun though. I'm thinking like the jam concerts and stuff, the way people Look, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I've done a lot of things that 90% of the rappers out here cannot say. Like, Oh really? I've done a lot of cool shows like, I've rappers taking me places. I've gotten paid off it. It's like I can never talk bad about the weird ass jam band scene that I was a part of. Yeah, you know, like I, because they they gave me my first platform to do what I always wanted to do. Right. You know. So naturally, if you're doing what you love, it doesn't matter this the the environment. You know. Hmm. But you know, yes, it was weird. There was times that was I felt awkward on stage. Yeah. I don't want to say 50% of the time, but we know more than 40, you know? Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> well, I have a feeling, and I don't know if this is like every festival or something, but my picture is almost like this Woodstock-esque sort of thing where like you guys are on stage doing your thing, but the people in the audience look like they're almost listening to just different music the way that they're acting if that makes sense yeah and uh that's why i i don't know i don't know if that might be especially you guys bringing hip-hop into a place where maybe you may have been the only hip-hop act in those cases were were there other people doing that was there like were there other hybrids there was other hybrids okay sorry yeah yeah so other people it wasn't just like you were the odd act no we wouldn't you know i mean we were all we were unique right you know but there were other people that were unique Okay. You yeah. know, in their own ways. In their own way, right. You know. So like, it wasn't like a total shock, I guess, to the audience where they were expecting this and got that or whatever. It was just sort of a good right. hybrid. I Did, mean, like, think of like a, his like, a reggae rock band. Yeah. Mm. You couldn't put them on a bill. You could put them on a bill, but they'll stand out on a bill on a reggae bill. Mm. And on a rock bill. And on a rock bill. Right. But they're a reggae rock band. Yeah. We are a funk hip hop band. Which makes sense, yeah. You know? That would, like, with a bunch of, like, Berkeley musicians that would, like, go off and get a little jazzy every now and then, yeah. you know? 
Do you guys have music out? Like, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. You is could, it out? Still? Viva La Hop on Spotify. Spotify. Viva La Hop. Yeah. Shout out Viva La Hop. All the stuff is still there on the right. Instagram, whatever. All right. I need. To There's an to album this. like you if if you go back and listen to that Viva La Hop album, the Viva album. You'll be like, I cannot believe this is Philly and Balin. Because yeah. if you go and listen to our music that we actually make as. Mm. Oh, I need to listen to this. Outside the band, it's just like. Let's play a song from it. Yeah, I mean, uh, how copyrighted is it? Are we going to get busted? <laughs> what do you mean? Is it copyright? Are, are we going to get stuck with the copyright strikes? Right. I don't know. They get. Can we play a song? We've been hit a few yeah, times. You Yo, the Viva album was a hype. Like, it was a hype. It was a hype. It was a hype. <laughs> shout out. Shout out There's that album. There's a couple of gems in there. That was... Wait, what was the best mean? song? Uh, my song. I had a solo song on it. Respect, respectfully. What was it called? But, you know, uh, it was called Flow Poetry. Flow to Poetry. Let's play that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, let's hit it.
And that was Flow with the Poetry. By Viva La Hop. Yep. Dope. So the hip hop band. I uh we were saying before, pretty pretty unique. You killed it. I mean that whole flow I mean I could just see why things like that worked um at festivals and this was so actually this was really your first debut track, right? So this was you as the solo artist? Or at least vocals wise? So no. I, I came out with a blunt uh, uh, a blunt. Uh, I came out with a a mixtape, <laughs> a mixtape called Philly Bloods. Oh, I see. Yes, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not just cooked. Um, <laughs> I came out with a mixtape called Philly Bloods in like 2010, and that was like the first rap thing I ever did. Like, I made a mixtape and just dropped it on Bandcamp. It did alright, honestly. Okay. But you know, after that, I dropped another tape with. Uh, a producer who I met at school while I was in school. That was called The Refreshment. I don't think that's on... That's also on Bandcamp, so those aren't, like, everywhere to listen to. But mm. those were the first two things that I did as Philly G. Okay. So, uh, but I guess, obviously, the tracks coming out now are, are the real you as you've emerged yeah, we'll from play, those. Yeah, we'll play one of your new tracks yeah. later on. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they're all me, you know, but this, feel, is, yeah, this yeah. is the current me. different stages. Yeah, it makes sense, you know, yeah. We're always evolving. So what was that experience like, just being in that band? And you, you just mentioned, like, it's not necessarily the music that you listen to. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, eventually you just want to make the type of music that you listen to. So that's kind of what you're doing now. Yeah. Um while I was in the band it was it was it was it was different and it was interesting because you know you're doing something and you know it's not natural to you and not what you're really trying to do but you're having success in it. Right. So you don't want to just walk away from it, you know. Mm. I, uh But um as far as what I'm doing now, yeah, you know, I I like doing making music that i would listen to right you know it's just there's no confliction with what i want to make i definitely like being without the band outside of the band making music with by myself is Mm. definitely what i prefer i mean making and that's you know no disrespect to them or or what we did or anything but you know music is personal and you know you want to have control of the over the music you make. Right. Not to say I didn't have any control, but, you know, just 10 opinions right. to consider. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. And yeah. everyone, it, artists, and uh, no offense, but artists are known to be divas. So yeah. that is how it is. <laughs> yeah, and they used to say I was the diva of the band, so. Oh, man, so oh, it really? must have been yeah. real bad. Damn. I'm j- <laughs> yeah, but I'm not, I'm not confrontational, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. So I, you know. So I did funky stuff for a long time. I feel that. But, yeah. you know. And it was a good experience, a unique yeah. experience for a unique, hip-hop artist. For sure. In terms of, like, the shows you did, the, the people you performed in front of. and Got all the experience I could ever ask mm-hmm. for. Right. You know. Balin, too. You know, me and him will rap circles around everybody, like, face-to-face, mm-hmm. on a microphone, in front of a crowd, you know. I'm yeah. not, I'm not going to... F- mess up you know yeah yeah ever because I, i've had that practice in. absolutely yeah. so 
so you you've got a I mean obviously you said you've been performing since you were two or three like you've been on stage forever you've got that practice in uh at all the you, you've you've seen so much i guess in terms of audiences like what uh what is the wildest thing i i imagine it would have to have been at one of these jam band festivals like what is the wildest thing you've ever seen while performing the wildest thing is just definitely just like the wild shit my my band what is that called band members co-band members yeah I my think. bandmates that sounds right. my yeah. bandmates <laughs> okay, would do okay. my bandmates would do <laughs> Yeah, I, honestly, you know, like, probably we are playing, like, a festival-type show where there was, like, a really big crowd, like, big crowd, and my guitar, no, not guitar player, my keyboard player, Deshaun D-Vibes, shout out him. Shout out. He got a keytar. Okay. He played keys, mm-hmm. and he got a keytar. Okay. And he was so excited about the guitar because he's now, he doesn't have to stay stationary. He can now, yeah. you know, and he's an active dude. So mm. he crowd surfed with the guitar. No And way. he was playing keys oh, in the crowd on top of the, the oh kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was it a wireless guitar? How did... Nah, with the wire, everything. With the wire. With the wire. He's a savage. That is wild. Anxiety over here. I I got anxiety about that. That's that's yeah, crazy, nah. but it's that, that is wild. Yeah. That's well, awesome. just like one time we were um, we played a college in New uh, New York, like upstate New York, up up upstate New York. Oh, so man. a weird college. Oh, yeah, middle the, of nowhere. Middle of nowhere college spring show type thing. Okay. Uh place was called java barn java barn and it was in a barn it's like a, <laughs> i love it a big ass barn was made this like, like a coffee a place type place what's up was it a coffee place is that what's java barn or when i was a college and that was just like the the spot the oh, venue that's, name that's weird shout out java what college barn. was this oh know? my god yo i couldn't even tell you because like when you when you're doing shows oh, you know you yeah, just look at yeah. the, the cities all right i'm looking up java, there, java barn yeah look up java barn yeah we're gonna figure yeah. out what college this was facts yeah we'll get some <laughs> info and, um, i just remember we were performing and we brought not we saint lawrence university no yeah, way that's it yeah that's where sam mullen went Oh, shout out Sam Mullen. Shout out Sam Mullen. One of our good friends from high school. Shit, <laughs> maybe maybe you seen me at Java Barn. He might have. Dude. He might have. J- the Java Barn, established in 1993 as a student-run coffee house at St. Lawrence University, it is a well-known venue aiming, uh, oh, among touring bands That's on Vermont, the East Coast. That's in Vermont, though, isn't it? Um, no. Where? Let's find out. St. Lawrence is in Vermont, so that uh, might not be the same Java Barn. <laughs> Why would, why, I don't know. Hold on. Where is it? Is it really in Vermont? Yeah, right. How do you get there? It's probably right next to New York. I don't know. Oh, man. Now I'm confused. Now I'm confused. I just remember. It says it's in Canton, New York. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, boom. Yeah. We took the pipe as west as we could go. I thought St. Lawrence was in. You just got owned. I thought St. Lawrence is in Vermont. I think you might be thinking about a different saint. Um, <laughs> Didn't Sam go to St. Lawrence? I don't know. We're, now we're getting off topic. Yeah, I don't know Sam, but shout out, <laughs> yeah, shout out Sam. A big shout out to Sam. 
Um, so I'm gonna send me the videos from my job. You, you mentioned that you also uh, you performed at UGA, right? Like every spring fling. Yeah, we did like two, three years in a row. How'd that come about? Shit, I don't know. It was just one of the dates on a tour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Word. I mean, I I'm not even gonna lie. I remember the first time we pulled up. Yeah. Pulled up to the venue. They were like, "All right, go. Let's go get ready." Band goes on stage, start putting their shit on stage. Somebody comes back from my 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 bass player comes back. He's like, "Yo, there's a lot of people here." I, I go peek my head, and I was like, got my mind blown on how many people there was. I was like, "Wow!" It was like an event, event, like a mm. whole thing down there. It was yeah. like it was a city there or some shit. But um, yeah, no, it was just another date. But it was cool. And uh, yeah. That, those are the, just the craziest things that happened to me mm. performing is just and just the experience feeling the energy having like a great show it's like a feeling like you can't really duplicate yeah i was gonna say and it sounds like uh that was i guess gonna be my next comment is that it sounds like in those like that's uh a, gotta be a real like uh feeling of being a star you know and you're in those moments you have a crowd cheering you on they showed up before you got there so you c pull up to a crowd that's just that's a rock star feeling so that's exciting yeah for sure and it was it was really dope to do it with the with the homies too mm. that was even the dopest part of it absolutely you know? that that's really all that matters because i feel like you remember most of the like journey it's all this all the goofy stuff that happens on the road in between and like your practice and stuff like maybe just right. verses back and forth before you get to the next venue i mean that's got to be fun mm -hmm. that whole part obviously the show's got to be the highlight but everything else is those are all the memories right yeah being you with barely the remember the shows they're all the same mm. you know it'd be like the in-between shit i mean me and balin did the whole album who smashed on the road oh really which was like just locked in the memory forever you know Damn, so you guys were recording while you were moving around? Yeah. Was what really, was that like? Did you awesome. guys have to come up with like a bunch of different recording spots, like with clothes or whatever? Did you have nice padding with you? Uh, shit, no. We just, I mean, the quality on the the album sucks. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> so, nah, we just did that yeah, shit. Yeah, this album sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, the album is a vibe. The for album show, is not But bad. like, the quality, you know, is like definitely on the road type shit yeah we got a song called on the road on the album and shit okay it's Lord. just like yeah nah but it was hell. fire yeah foyer yeah. so what's the uh what's the next project coming out shit sure, i don't even know okay you know I'll, I'll pick in like a week oh all right I, i'll pick like three songs that i've been working on songs that are already recorded yeah Unless I make one that's like banging, I'm like, ah, I yeah. need this out because that happens too. Okay. But I've really been locking in with producers, really. If we're yeah. gonna talk about what I'm doing currently, like, um, I, uh, I really locked in with somebody on every one of the projects I've dropped except for two. Okay. Whether it be like Balin on one of them or different producers, I've worked with two, three different producers right already. Uh, I did. My February tape, The Docs, with Mozzie Boves. He's a producer from the area. Mm. He's dope. He worked with some local artists, too. He produced a track on your latest EP, right? He also did my yep. last tape. Yep. So, shout out Mozzie Boves. That's my guy. Um, 
I work with Flip Jackson. He's a producer from out here. Shout out Flip Jackson. I know about him. Flip Jackson, you know, we locked in, did an EP. That was my March tape. Word. You know, uh, a different vibe. But, you know, fire. You know? I, f- I fuck with all of them. Uh, yeah. Shit, I got other people I'm working with. Uh, I'm going to probably do a tape that uh, I drop features on every song. Okay. That'll have, like, some artists from out here. Mm. Word. I might do two two of them. I mean, what are some of your favorite artists from out here right now? Favorite artists from out here? Um, does Balin count? He's in Brooklyn oh, of now. Course. But, um, of course. <laughs> shout out Balin. I got to. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of dope artists. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of dope artists from out here. Um, yeah. But if I'm gonna name some. Psh, I don't really want to name any, but yeah, uh, no, you you don't have to name any. No, nah, I'll name because, some. I'll name some because you know you gotta give respect when it's due. Uh, Joiner Lucas, of course, not too bad. Massachusetts, Millie's, um, uh-huh. he's popping. Uh, he go crazy. Yeah. Um, God, God, yes. You know he. I don't. You know, fine. Yep. And these are people that I've kind of just like, just been listening to more of lately, as I'm like putting my ear to everything. Right. Um, e Burton. E Burton. Yeah. He's you know, dope. He's fire. I never, you know, people I tried me. I never heard him. Honestly, like a few months ago, I want to say. Same. Somebody put me, flip flip put me on with him. Oh, flip put me on with a bunch of like Boston artists I never heard of, and they're all fire. Yeah, like no bullshit, like all fire. Yeah, Boston, Boston's about to be that city. I think it's coming. Man, I hope so, man. It is the disrespect coming. is crazy. The disrespect is crazy. Out of town, and I'm not having it. Mm. Right. So I really hope so for the city because I I do believe in the talent here. Absolutely. You know, and it's How can like, you not at this point? It's versatile talent, you know? They right. got the street shit on lock. The street music out here is fucking fire. Oh, the, the commercial the drill stuff. Music? Yeah. Like, it's, it's insane out here. And then the, people flipping the melodies out here is and then fire. The melodies, the, and then you got just like the lyrical shit. And yeah. The, There's some dope conscious rappers out here, too. Whatever you really, want. Really, every avenue like is covered out here right yeah. now. So people need to start recognizing that. Yeah. yeah. Good songwriting, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just impressed with the scene. You know, I don't love the scene, but I'm impressed with the scene a lot. Right. But I have a lot of love for it. There's a difference, though. I don't love the scene, but I got a lot of love for the scene. Yeah. What do you mean you don't love the scene? What does that mean? I don't love the scene just because of, like, you know, you know, like, it, it's not, it's politics. not, it's, yeah, there's politics. It's just not yeah. quite there yet. Right. But you know, I got love for it, and I believe that it's like I said, it's it's going that way. It's it definitely is. It definitely know? is. It's on the up and up. It's, yeah, for yeah. sure. And I think that's part of our our role. Not saying we're doing it single handedly, but our our part of what we're doing is trying to help people. We're putting it out there for people to see uh, who is who are these artists and like who is who's performing. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there's like we we will never run out of guests for more than podcast. we know. Yeah, <laughs> we will you never run out of guests. You know what I mean, I I could put you on with ten artists you've never heard of from out here. I'm sure you, know? you could. 
That should be the new thing. You can't come on this podcast if you don't give us 10 artists that we've never heard of before. That should be a new segment, actually. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you name like... You name name 10 up, artists uh, real quick, and if in a row no, you no. can name 10 that we don't know, then <laughs> that then you win money right now. <laughs> no, no way I could do 10. <laughs> I, I think it's like four or five, and then I'll, I'm, I'll, you know, the no, weed will kick fair. in. That should be a segment that we do where we have yeah. artists tell us about five artists that we might not know about. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm about it. That will be fire. You're probably not prepared to do that right now. If you want to give us two artists we've never heard about, that would be fun too. I mean, by default, you know, I'm gonna shout out uh, like some affiliates or you like the young boys I know. Okay. You know, like uh, there's this young nigga named Ot. Okay. Who's just like fire? Not Ot the real. No. Okay. Not, not OT he's different. Just making sure. He's young, you know. He might change okay. his name because it's taken. Mm. But you know, he's coming type shit, you know. Um. My producers that I fuck with, like um, Mozzie Boves and Shrepstar, you know, I in their whole little camp over there with Chenny Britt and uh, Pistol Pete. These are just young boys that I fuck with. You know, I just want to see everybody win, you know. So that's why, you know, like even when you ask me who I fuck with from the city, you know, I took a second and I had to say some people because it's important to just show love and absolutely say names, you know. Yeah. I'm not gonna be afraid to say names. Like those people I don't even know, you know, like the people I name I don't even know. Right. I did a show with Millie's once. That's it. Word. He seems to be pretty friendly, um, at least like he's is willing to work with people, so that is nice. Who? Millie's. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was a situation. I um, Yeah, actually, let me tell a story real quick. All right. Oh, I mean, Millie's story. story. Time. Clip time, yeah, clip time. Yeah, no, not even, not even crazy. <laughs> but, like, you know, uh, I got a, a call or a DM from somebody basically being like, we got a gig for you to come open up for Millie's in New Hampshire Jewel Nightclub. And this is pre-pandemic. This is a while ago. Because I know they're doing like rap shows now, but mm. they, I don't think they were doing a whole lot of rap shows at the time at Jewel. But um, I was like, bet, you know, open up for Millie's, you know, like Balin just moved to, to uh, Brooklyn. So I was kind of just like trying to test the waters by myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And I got this offer, and so I was like, bet. It was for Millie's. I was a fan of Millie's. That was why I went. Because ultimately, I didn't think I was going to get paid for the gig. Even though that we had a deal, but I just... Something, you know, it was like... Didn't yeah. feel right, yeah. Right. But I was like, yo, I'm a fan of Millie's. You know, somebody gave me white boy like me when I was a young kid. You know, he's older than me. But his first mixtape. Yeah, that was... When was that? <laughs> I don't even fucking know Because like, he's been at it For a while A man. long time That's why I really Respect that grind yeah. You know mm-hmm. And honestly Like it gives Like uh, People like myself An artist that You know Don't get it popping Right away You know Right You know There's a path f- To get to where You need to be Even if it doesn't Seem like it's gonna Bubble right away You know Right I mean you mentioned Griselda earlier And they They're all like How Like 40 years old <laughs> Right. And they just started popping. Yeah. And it's like... Facts. 
Seriously. You know. Yeah, we've said this before. Age doesn't really factor in as much as it seemed to before. Like, it's not just people Definitely. in their 20s are the best artists. Like, there's people in their 30s, 40s. Like, there's no reason for age to be a factor there, I guess, other than the fact that the audience may think this person's fresh, so we'll have them for a while, if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know. It just seems like okay. the way that the music industry works these days, it's not really age based. Yeah, and there's just music for everybody. Yeah. You know? That's like it. No matter what you're making or how old you are, somebody's going to feel you. True. Yeah. I so think so. Can we expect you to be um, doing any performances with these EPs that you've dropped within the past year? Yeah, I mean. Do you have dates shit, set yet? Band, yeah, I just did a show on the 4th of July. Oh, okay. okay. I did one on Juneteenth. Okay. okay. Um, Shout out Juneteenth. With Balin, both in Brooklyn. Dope. Um, I got one in July, maybe next week. Maybe the 17th, 17th, 18th. One of those dates. I got to check my phone. Okay. Um, Actually, the world's opening up. The, the world's opening up. We got so. a show coming up. 16th. Yeah. Sorry. We're, we that would love to get you on one of our shows coming up. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing show hosting well, yeah. now. That's our new we thing. We got our first one coming up. We're getting our feet wet, and then, you know. It's on from yeah, there yeah. On. Sorry to interrupt, though. I got excited oh, when I heard did. you say the 17th. Yeah, yeah. nah. Shout out to y'all, for yeah. sure. Thank I hope, you. I hope it's crazy. It's really shout out Hero, though. He's helped us. <laughs> but yeah, it, shout out Hero. Yeah. He did help us. I, uh, Hero's, Hero's a good dude. Yeah. I said light on him, too. Absolutely. Just because I, I respect what he's what he's pushing for. He's so, yeah, speaking of shows, he's the one. He's putting on a lot of free shows, so he's the guy to talk to sometimes. I accept us. Except talk to us. <laughs> yeah, no. We're actually trying to take his spot. Except no, except no, it's just us. No, no but for real. Sorry, um, I interrupted you. Yeah, the 17th was the last date I heard, but I think, did you have some after? Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, there's, they're coming. Show's there's coming. A lot yeah, of yeah. shows coming. Yeah, Keep I mean, if the world's yeah, open. It's going to be a crazy then, summer. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll probably get some either Middle East or Sonya's popping, a couple of those. Um what do you think? Is Sonya going to stay if the Middle East is gone? Shit, I, don't, I don't know any of that. Oh, I don't, well, I don't know. Are they separate or are they together? They, they're they together, I They're believe. definitely together. <sighs> that makes me upset. Because the whole building got sold and Sonya's brand new. Yeah. I mean, there's shows popping. They're taking bookings right now, Middle East, too. Yeah. They're like, probably just business as usual until going someone... Anywhere. We were worried that someone was going to turn it into apartments, but it seems okay so far. Yeah. It seems like, all right so far, yeah. Yeah. That shit's generating money. That's true. Probably more than apartments. We were we were debating that. Like, I'm not sure, because I feel like a good night at a bar does make a lot more money than they would pull in from rent, but also, like, the mm. liability of having people getting fucked up in there, like, every night is kind of weird, too. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how people it works get out. get fucked up in apartments every night, That's too. also <laughs> true, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, I, I'm pumped about the shows coming up because it was so dry for a while, except Hero putting on his sneaker store shows. He was killing it. Yeah, Hero somehow dodged the pandemic. Yeah, he just put on shows throughout the whole pandemic. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Uh, anyways, yeah, so we're it's about to go down. I'm, I'm ready. I think people are going to be more respectful, I have a feeling, because we're just too excited to be out. So I think everything will be chill. That's my expectation. Hell no. No. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say the first night that the world opened back. No, not the world. The first night Boston opened up. Mm. Uh, we got a table at Royale, mm. just because like 
Because the first Why night not? type yeah. shit. Yeah. I haven't been out since. Oh, really? It was a shit show. It How was so? crazy. I mean, it was just act, people. One, people are acting like they haven't been out in a year and a half. Yeah. Two, the establishment was acting like they didn't know how to run the place. Yeah. Because it's been a year and a half, yeah, you know. Yeah. So you put that two together, and it's just like, it was mayhem. Even just to get inside. Yeah. Let alone when you got inside. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah sloppy. Yeah, and I guess now that I think about it, I mean, not to be all like I do stuff too, but. I, I am a vendor at Fenway and I was absolutely astonished that like once everything was like called open, we came back, I'm handling cash, I'm handing stuff down to people, yeah. like oh, it's we're crazy. sweaty. Uh, same you as You saw before. the video I took at the Yeah, Sox yeah. Game the you guys that my mom took actually. That's actually unbelievable. <laughs> this was a Boston's Big Four exclusive video yeah. at the Red Sox game of that stack of cups. Did you see this? Uh-huh. Oh man, people they were, are throwing cup. Everyone's throwing their cups. This was Sox Yankees to right? this group of people who are just stacking oh, them I up. Oh, I did see that video. Yeah, and uh, that was yeah. your video. That was my video. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. BB4 exclusive. My mom took that video. I was in the bathroom. People I came don't back know. to the seat, and she we showed really it to me. We really do I was like, this. Send that to me right now. Posted oh. it on Boston's Big Four, and it went crazy. Wow, fire! Yeah. Shout out, out Mom Dukes. (laughs) Yeah, right? That's a good video to catch. Seriously, she had the perfect angle, too. I know, yeah. I totally thought that was a poached video, but... Right? Yeah, it's fun. Boston Culture posted it. Yeah. Shout out Boston Culture. Shout out Boston Culture. Boston's big culture. That's what I'm talking about. Um... But yeah, no, that it's it's just funny how things suddenly came back. Yeah, things but are are back to normal, and I'm fucking fired up for shows. I'm I'm Very pretty awesome. ready for it. I okay. was nervous that it was going to be like a slow, gradual comeback, like no cash. I did not for a think. While. Like, I would say one year ago, I did not think we'd be here in a year. I didn't yeah, think it was like snap of the fingers. Back to normal, like it is. Super ready for it, and, and I think we needed it. Everyone really needed it. I don't think we could have done any more weird shit Last for year another was year. Fucking weird. It was stressful. I'm just so glad that everyone was down and not wearing masks. Once it became no masks, I was like, I'm not wearing yeah. this mask anymore. Now I'm, everyone has a face again. I'm so okay with it. Yeah. I did like being able to make faces at people under the mask. Oh, that was my but... favorite part. <laughs> at work, I could just like, I could be mean mugging you and you wouldn't know. Yeah, right. usually I would just like wiggle my <laughs> tongue, but you could probably still see that. That's the craziest thing. It's like you're definitely feeling it when you're feeling it, though, with the mask, right? Yeah. But you hate it when you hate it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they were definitely, I was definitely nice ready things. to let it go. But. Yeah, no, I was, I mean, like, it, when you don't have to think about it, the annoying thing was being like, I'm going to get in trouble for not having this, so you have to remember yeah, to exactly. have it and stuff. And, like, it's that, that's pain in the ass. Um, but I don't have any issue, like, keeping it in my car if some shit was going to go down and I got to throw a mask on or something. Right. Like, that's fine. But it is what it is. We're past it, though. I'm pretty sure we're past it. Please, God, tell me we're past. Yeah, COVID's over. Nobody <laughs> has COVID anymore. It's all done. <laughs> Except, <COVID. laughs> Except for that Delta variant that's probably going to get us shut down next year. No, I think we know how to do this now, so we're just like... Yeah. I mean, it was a good learning experience for everyone, I think. It definitely was. I mean, now we know how gross we were. I, uh... <laughs> at least. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, I think sure. everyone's going to be a little more careful from now on. For sure. You know? A little more careful. A little, a a little, little more bit, careful. Yeah. Yo, it's crazy, though. You remember back in the day when something hit? It wasn't like a... It, it was some type of virus, but it was what made 
like establishments start putting in hand sanitizers. Was it was it Ebola? Was it the swine flu? It was something, but you H1 remember N1? there was like something was going around, and then all of a sudden, boom, the whole country has hand sanitizers. The swine flu was a big deal. Yeah, well, I don't think any of those ever really hit us. Um, well, the weird thing was, my parents got swine flu last year. No way. Yeah, no, not last year, but the year before, before the pandemic. Um, somebody from like my dad's work like got got it bad and like was hospitalized and they tested them like for what they had and it was h1n1 and my dad was like with that dude and they all got so sick and it was like h1n1 damn aka swine flu for the uneducated but (laughs) it's uh (laughs) how you gonna call them uneducated you know the you know the code name you know yeah (laughs) you're the smartest man on the planet what I was sitting here like, hey, it's one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm being rude. <laughs> you are the nah, smartest person of all time. Dude, I don't know. Sorry. I'm just saying. How many <laughs> other d- viruses do you know the codes for? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Just that one. I, I, <laughs> that's, the <laughs> only one. that's the only one anyone and knows. COVID-19. Yeah, well, COVID-19. isn't SARS like the one from like the early 2000s was like SARS COVID 2 or something, right? No, see, I don't know. Wasn't that? that... I have no clue. I knew swine flu was H1N1. Yeah, fun fact SARS stands for Sudden Acute Respiratory Syndrome. So, Boston Speak Podcast knows stuff too. (laughs) Yep, they do shit and they know shit. (laughs) Yeah. Lock in. Yeah, so hit us up for fun facts (laughs) as well as hot raps. So, we're doing it all. We're doing it all. Yeah, let's like, and we're gonna do. We're gonna get some athletes on soon too. Yeah, we'll probably do that. I hope so. Athletes, hit us up. Uh, you guys had somebody, right? You we guys, did have we Jarvis, had Jarvis Green. Green from Shout the out ninety seven, and he told some great stories about Bill Belichick and shit. So wow. that was fun. It would be rude to not mention Ali Tran and Ocho though. Oh, and Ali Tran and yeah. Ocho. Yeah, Ali Tran. Local athletes. I'm an athlete as well. Are you? Are you what do you play? I mean, I play basketball. Okay, and I'm athletic. Dude, okay, Boston so Big Shootout. I'm an athlete. There we go. Donnell White claims to be good at basketball <laughs> oh, yeah. as well. We should do Boston's Big Shootout. Would you? Yeah, we're talking about having a hosting like a basketball tournament for artists or something like that. Like hoop hop. Like oh, like okay, that, yeah. that's ex- it's already got a name. Yeah, we're doing no, it. That, it already is a thing. Oh, yeah. okay, so but let's do it. Maybe you guys could combine. We could combine. Have an event. Wait, wait at isn't hoop-hop. that Flip Jackson? Doesn't he do that? He did it. That's why I met Flip Jackson. Oh, okay. At Hoop At Hoop It's a pretty okay. big, big event. Yeah. Boston's you know, big But Hoop-Hop. you could pop in and have your section of the shootout, the Big Four shootout, because it's that big. Like, or, That would know. be fun. I think that would be great, because especially if it was artists shooting against each other, like you guys, like it's like a mini show, everyone performs, does their thing, and then you get two people, like maybe so a who set was of the, people. So who was the best player at Hoop Hop? Me. Stop. Me. Oh, this is really? exciting. Of this course. Is- Okay. Of course. All right. Man, who so should we Except we I lost. I lost. Both years I played, I lost. But, you oh, know, I managed to chip and was balling. Aside from you, who was the best player that you saw? I saw nobody. I, was, I just saw the rim. I, <laughs> I just love saw it. Whole, I just saw the rim. I the fucking <laughs> bucket. That was all I could see. Oh, man. All right. So we got some competition. Yeah, right. that's exciting. Okay. But, yo, I met a lot of cool people at Hoop Hop. And, like, like I said, I'm like, I've been here for a while, but I'm a quiet dude, you know? Yeah. Um, I met a lot of people at Hoop Hop, which is really cool. So Shout out good to Hoop network Hop. experience. Is that, that might still be going on. Someone must be doing something like that then. Is Us. it still going on? It, I mean, as, as soon as the world 
allows it. It usually happens in the summer, so okay. but I haven't heard about it. So right. probably next year. But y'all could get it popping in the winter even sooner. Okay. True. You know what I mean? Okay. Big shout out to Hoop Hop out. though. Yeah, big shout out Hoop Hop. I did I was not familiar with Hoop Hop. And then I posted the clip with D White where we were talking about doing it and someone was like someone in the comments said Hoop Hop. Oh really? I, I had yeah. no idea. That's so yeah. funny, yeah. So I was like, Oh, it's already a thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. That's no, fire to, too. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. Fire. Big shout out to Hoop Hop. Chouts. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know any hoopers that are nice. All right. I mean, any I rappers mean, that hoop that damn. are nice. Oh, okay, big. Call. I know M dot. You know M dot. Yo, shout out M dot. <laughs> shout out fucking M dot. <laughs> He's a hooper, right? Yo, M dot. Shout out M dot. He's a hooper. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. He, someone is nice. He M dot who. From the other day, yeah. Yeah, we had Rev on the other day, who's yeah, like yeah. his boy. Oh, you had Rev on the other yeah. day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fire. Yo, yeah. shout out everybody at EMS. Yeah, yeah shout yo, out so EMS. Like, yo, I was just giving a snack. When I came in, when I came on the scene, M-Dot was the first nigga to come and, like, reach out to me and be like, Oh, yo, word. Like, like, yo, your shit's fire. Like, let's link. And, like, we developed a pretty good relationship. Okay. It, it, we met each other playing basketball. Okay, cool. Mm. Yeah. We were on the same team and we were like shitting on niggas and then like after the game he was we started talking. He was like, Yo, I made music and I was like, Oh cool. What? Right. That's dope. I did not know you were a basketball player like so that. So actually, so Quiz, who we were talking about earlier, uh, is my engineer. He's now like the the house engineer for EMS. He does all the stuff for M dot and Rev and all them. Yeah. All the okay. mixing and all the engineer. Word. Yeah. But I introduced them. Oh word! So yeah. it's all coming together. Look yeah, at that. it is. Like, it is we all just coming. had him on like two days ago. We had Rev on. Yeah, facts. that's dope. Yeah, yeah, he did Rev's album too. Quiz, shout out Quiz, man. Shout out Quiz. Yeah, shout word. out Quiz. Big shout out Quiz. My guy. So I did want to revisit. Yeah, so M Dot is nice at basketball. So there is one. That yeah, he, M Dot is definitely aging, but he's definitely nice. <laughs> <laughs> I hear Hefe Replay is good at basketball. Hefe Replay played a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't. I never heard him. Okay, yeah, I mean, he claims to be good. Hefe, he's, good he's posted like some high school highlights on Instagram, and he oh, looks okay. like he was pretty good. All right, all right. So, and D White, I think, is pretty good. I mean, there's some competition out there, but we got the best one right here. Sound off in the comments That's if you think apparently. you're nice with it. See me, see me. <laughs> this would be fun. You could be the ultimate I know, I boss. Love it. You're just like the final boss challenge. Yeah, with the bars up. too. Not yeah. just the not just the ball shit, with the bars too. Final boss shit. They did something at uh, All Star Weekend. What was it? Two on two. It was like Jack Harlow, Two Chains. Oh like yeah, I saw that. Old baby. Yeah, I watched the highlight <laughs> of that. Yeah. Yeah, not impressed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't expect much there. Two Chains is decent. Yeah. Didn't he play in college? I think he did. I thought so, yeah. I think he did. Two Chains is one of those guys that like wants you to think one thing about him, but he just totally shocks you with like both his <laughs> intellect and athletic ability. You know what I mean? He's he's yeah. He does a lot. Or am I thinking of Juicy J? <laughs> Definitely not Juicy J. I don't know if Juicy J is an athlete. I, I thought Juicy J was smarter than he lets <laughs> <That> on. <too. laughs> <laughs> Uh, either yeah. way. That's pretty funny. But, uh, 
And then they had another thing a few years ago, like a, a big game with a bunch of rappers. So are we just super old with this idea of combining hip hop? And- oh yeah, no, it's it's nothing new. <laughs> I didn't think of new. this on my own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually I thought of it. Well, I brought it to light on the podcast after I saw the All Star Weekend thing this past okay. year. I was like, oh, we got to do something local like that. And then I realized hoop hop was already a thing, and I was like, oh, I'm late to the game, but whatever. My new proposal, whiff hop, wiffle ball, <laughs> hip hop. <laughs> Everybody. Wow, crazy. So, we'll I honestly kind of like it. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll do backyard games, wiffle ball, also hip hop shows. It's going to be sick. I get killed in wiffle ball. Um, yeah, I'm I surprisingly bad at wiffle ball too. I feel uh, like I used to be good at wiffle ball. I haven't played in a long time. It seems like it would be easy. I, I mean, I mentioned this on the last episode too. I, I can't hit balls. I don't Dude, know like I what used it is. To, I used to just like be in the backyard, just throwing the ball to myself and hitting it all day. It's you know what's wild? I can do that, but I can't hit a pitch that's thrown at me. Isn't that wild? I don't know what's up with me. Uh, I don't know, man. Is there something like wrong with my body? I think I don't have yes. depth perception. Is it the timing? I think it's depth perception, yeah. Mm. That's probably what my problem is. How's your vision? It's good vision. I'm just colorblind. That's the only thing. Are that's wrong with my vision, yeah. Really? It's it's more like color dyslexia, but I do I get colors. Did you about this for the first time? I, I did not know this. Aren't you guys longtime homies? Yeah. Doug, I, I, you I must have no known idea this. you were colorblind. You must have known this. I get confused with stuff all the time. Not all the time, but Dude, often you enough. You never told me you were colorblind, though. I mean, how often does it come up? You know, <laughs> I, it, you would think after like twelve years or whatever it's been, it would come up. I, would I feel think like it has come up, and years. you're just forgetting. So I feel like you're a bad friend for not remembering this about me. That's yeah, how I, I also think. believe that too, because it had to have come up in twelve years. That's insane. To. No, real talk. Like uh, this happens once in a while. People will be like, "Hey, uh, over there by the green tile," and there's like green and red orange tiles everywhere and i'm like not exactly sure which one is the green wow i had no idea because orange could be lime green green could be dark brown like a light brown you know what i mean like no i don't red could also be green depending on the shade that's like how it works but then you notice what the color is and then it's then it becomes the right color and you like see it right your eyes adjust that's why i say it's more like dyslexia because it has Mm. to do with like the shade Mm. and like all that stuff wow crazy uh, crazy story. I might have told this on the podcast before, which would be super rude if we can find this clip and you're claiming that you've never heard this before. So <laughs> I call me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go watch every episode now. <laughs> so one time, I, got? I was this I was in '97. Oh my god! <laughs> I was sent out to go. I was I was at a landscaping job, and I was sent to the store to go grab Gatorades. One guy didn't care what color he got. The other person wanted lemon lime. So, um. I'm getting them, and I, there were orange and lemon, and I grab in my right hand orange, in my left hand a you lemon. Know, I think I remember this story and now. <laughs> I think I remember this story dude's claiming like he doesn't now. know that I'm colorblind. And I'm looking at them, and I was just like making sure, because I knew, I was like, sometimes I get mixed up. Let me make sure they're actually two different colors. Right. So I like look at the labels. The one that I thought was orange said lemon on it. The one that I thought was lemon said orange on it and then my eyes like they switched right away like the colors once i knew what they were wow and i was just like completely mind blown by that i was sitting there like in the store like did i just did, what happened like am i did i hallucinate for a second it was the weirdest thing that they confusing. switched like right in front of my eyes once i noticed what the actual colors were so i don't know it's not that i can't see colors it's that i don't see like 
them right so away. Like it's confusing. To it's supposed to. to be like the shape of like the cone in your eye. It like takes the light in differently. So I might have like a mild version of it or something. I don't know. I would definitely take that over wearing glasses though. True. Yeah, because I have like twenty ten vision or something, so I can see like the the most. I see the bottom line at the doctors. If I take these glasses off, both of you will disappear. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you're probably still better Damn. than me at wiffle ball though. That's my <laughs> <not an> issue. <laughs> Unlikely. I- <laughs> Unlikely, I couldn't even walk out of here without my glasses. Oh man, I yeah, it's. Do you ever wear contacts or just glasses? Yo, it's funny you ask. Today I went to the doctor, eye doctor to get contacts. Oh shit! I spent a good fifteen minutes poking myself in the eye trying to put them in. She was basically like, "This isn't gonna work," and she told me to leave. No way! Damn, that's wild. I almost threw a fit in that doctor's office. It was crazy. So but you nah, just I do just it? can do it. I used to wear. It I, is tough, dude. You wear them? Uh, I used to wear them. Yeah, no, nah, it was insane. Now I just wear glasses when I drive. How do you put contacts in? Like, I feel like that would hurt your eyes every day. You know, it's it's a weird thing. Yeah, it's just weird, like. But the bitch didn't give me any fucking advice. That was why I was. She was just tight. like, oh, you she can't do it. She just let me poke myself in the eye, just over and over and. The fuck. And then eventually, I was getting frustrated. She was just like. Yeah, like, we're going to have to wrap this up soon if you can't do it. Oh, <laughs> you my know? God. She's like, give you any advice. Like, <laughs> what the no fuck? No help, yeah. What? Unprofessional. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was fucking heated. Damn. But, yeah, nah. So, no context. Just these glasses. Dude, it's cool because people know me for them now. You know, if, the, if I did, just yeah, took them off. Yeah, that's your image. Yeah. People would be asking me what's wrong and shit. Nothing wrong with glasses, of course. And I feel like Did anything touching your eyes. You have glasses on the so picture and that on the two smash cover that he drew. My glasses are smashed next to my head. There you go. Ah, yeah. I love That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are the smashed. Thing. Perfect. So they're always there. That it's part of your image. Then you had. To I mean, it's part of my picture. life. It's even more life. than my image, it's a necessity of my yeah, life, like my heartbeat, or like my brain yeah i need my glasses just as much yeah yeah no glasses i can't even go home well we want you to get home so that, yeah that's important glasses on. Yeah. yeah i i couldn't have anything touching my eye ever either it feels like uh uncomfortable yeah contacts are weird but anyways i actually have you performed without your glasses before? Does that ever help? Like, I guess you don't get stage fright, so it's not like it would matter. I feel like that's a bad idea. <laughs> One time I uh, I wore sunglasses on stage. Okay. Which is, like, even worse, obviously. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, no prescription and it's darker. But I was, like, I needed to wear the sunglasses. It was, it was a festival, actually, and oh. um, I was super lit. Yeah. <laughs> so lit. Yeah. I needed to wear the sunglasses. They, like, put me in, like, a nice zone, like... Because I never wear them, so, like, when yeah, I put yeah. them on, I was... Just, just like, knowing that no one can see your eyes yeah. just makes you more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, all right. <laughs> yeah, because, like, when I put them on, I literally couldn't see any of the people in the crowd. Yeah. So I was like, all right, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I feel like that would help. In certain situations, sometimes you want to see the crowd and react with them. Yeah. But other times, it's like, eh. Yeah. Close you out. <laughs> depending on the show yeah you know you might do a show and then you just have everybody in the crowd just kind of like staring at you like not understanding Mm. depending on your crowd you know yeah i guess i'm speaking it from my perspective of being back in the band 
Yeah, yeah. It we were kind of alluding received. to that before, like in the the funk area, where like in those jam yeah. festivals. But I would still take those awkward moments than like the awkward moments of like playing shows out here and like having a, like a bunch of niggas in the crowd, like. Yeah, you know what's funny? We were talking yeah, about like this on the last up. episode. Yeah, you put your hands up, and they don't put their hands up. We were talking about that in the last yeah. episode. Here's the thing: <laughs> I'm so guilty of of that, but it's <laughs> it's more my anxiety than it is not being interested in the artist. You know what right. I mean? Like, Just put your fucking hands up. Oh, but I'm nervous, dude. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> well, in certain settings, it's weird. Yeah, like if you're at like a small show where there's only like a few people in the crowd, and like. Only, like, two of them are putting their hands up, oh, and man. you're just like, right, I've like, been in the situation where someone's yeah. like, you, put your hands up, and I'm just like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I Cringe. didn't want to, Cringe. you know? I feel like you shouldn't have to ask the crowd to do it. If you have to ask, then. Yeah. yeah not so. not personally, but, I yeah. mean, like, you can definitely be like, put your hands up. But yeah. I think if you're just but like, I always everybody, you're up. not putting your hands up. I always yeah. put my hands up. Yeah. I do my best. I mean, I'm not going to hold them up there. Yeah, no, the maybe point? maybe hands up was a bad experience. No, and, no, uh, you're. Example. I mean, it's because you don't always want to put your hands up, and that's that's understandable. Yeah, you know? yeah. But maybe like hopping on the mic and be like, like "How we feeling?" Yeah, like, yeah. And no one says anything. I don't like that. If someone said, "Yeah," if someone yeah. just got on the mic, like, and they're starting their performance, and they say, "How you feeling?" Like, they're trying to get their performance off to a good start. Yeah. You know, right. you got to help them out. Absolutely. Out you of can't me, just be for like, that, you can expect an. I, I, yeah. That's real. That's yeah. real. That's real. <laughs> and I will do it. Imagine getting on the mic, like you're at a show, you're performing, you get on the mic, you're like, how's everyone doing? And no one says anything. Like, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. deflated all of a sudden. Yeah. You gotta, I, yeah, you gotta right. help gotta the artist out. Come on. Hey, yo, shout out Balin, man, because that's why, like, performing with that nigga was so ill. Because there was no awkward moments with this dude. Like, yeah. Because we, we don't been through, like, all the goods and all the bads. Like, you know, and I mean all the bads. Like, yeah. There's no awkward moments with this dude. Can move, he can move past anything. Like, mm. you know, dead silence. Oh, I, yeah. I like. Yeah. What's like I the got worst for y'all moment then. you guys can think of? Like that you saw together was, uh, um, like, was there like a one guy in the crowd or like anything like we've that? We've done empty shows. We've really, done, we've done empty shows. Everyone has. <laughs> I've yeah. done empty shows, multiple empty shows. You know, like the first five Is that shows we did with the band in front were empty. Of one or two people. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh no, you're good. I don't. It's definitely not better. Actually, yeah, I would rather there be. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if it's one or two random people. I'd rather perform for them for sure. Okay. But if it's like one or two homies in the crowd, it's like I would rather you guys just not be here. Okay, yeah. that's that makes fair. Sense. Yeah. That makes yeah, it makes a lot you know? of sense. Yeah. But you know, if there's somebody there, you know, and they paid to get in. You know, it's your job to entertain. Right. You know? Right, yeah, that makes sense. And not every show you do is guaranteed to be a huge show, you know. You, sometimes yeah. you just take the opportunity because it's there and you want to perform. And, yeah. you know, look at it as practice, you know. There's not a lot of people there, but you're you're out there, you're practicing, like you're doing your, your yeah. job and, and getting better at it. Right. It's been a, a real interesting transition for me uh, because doing shows as an artist is obviously way different than doing them with the band, like a solo artist, mm-hmm. because specifically the environments are smaller. You know, 
because I'm not at a level. It might be a level thing, actually. But in general, like, a band isn't going to play, like, a really small venue unless they're doing, like, a dinner gig type thing. Right. You know, there can be smaller rap shows, though. That's that's my point. Like, you can do a, a rap event and smaller people with 20 people in the crowd type shit so yeah. when I was with the band you know you didn't we didn't do stuff like that you know the venue was either full or it was empty okay you know it was a big big space you know always a always a stage mm. always a stage and a sound guy I'll do rap shows you pull up and they'll do rap shows anywhere and everywhere right you know and they'll just be a couple, somebody has speakers yeah whatever you don't need a sound guy it's just different yeah. yeah it's not better or worse just different it right. was like a little transitional that I had to get used to mm. yeah the, uh, the job of the sound guy is a mystery to me um, I always get confused by that it seems like like are they adjusting <laughs> levels throughout the show what's going on it depends on the sound guy or are they just the watching the mics like how I'll never forget Owen and I went to a Talib Kweli concert like, oh, he was so mad at the sound guy. Yeah, like six yeah. Years I opened ago. up for that show. Oh no way! I was at that show when Talib Kweli and he was said, "Get this flipping the fuck out." You were at that show. Yes, you Dude, opened up. For I that? opened up for that. You show. opened up. I was so, the opener for that show with, with Viva La Hop. Are you shitting me, bro? I we think, saw him perform. Okay, yeah, I think, <laughs> bro. Oh my god, that's actually so wild. Because yo, by the way, that was wild. wacky shit. I'll say that on the podcast. What? I wasn't fucking with that from Kweli. No. That was just... Yo, that was the craziest... Like, I thought yo, it like, was rude, too. I thought it was a little he rude. He was being rude to everyone I, all Because it night. sounds like... I heard he didn't even show up for soundcheck. He did not show up for soundcheck. Right. It was his birthday that night for the rap. It was. It was his 40th birthday. It was I his birthday. That. So, like, you know, I hope this doesn't come back to haunt me, but, like, he was definitely, like, a little lit. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, came in to the green room and basically was, like, kicked everybody the fuck out the green room like an asshole, like... Threw oh somebody's shit on the ground, like just th- he was just giving that energy out. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. And then he started performing. Then he like fucking flamed the sound he man. Flamed for him no reason. Like, I w- I didn't no even know reason. what he wanted. Like I was confused because didn't he like ask him to turn him up or something? Yeah, like regardless of the the levels weren't perfect. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And instead of working towards getting the levels perfect, he like. Flamed him. He just goes, get this fuck boy off the stage. Flamed him. And that. then I remember he gave this whole thing. I was thinking about this the other day. He's like, I'm accountable. My band's And accountable. then he gave me the accountability speech. Like, <laughs> 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 I'm always laughing about this shit all the time. Yo. Accountability speech, nigga. Yo. He was wild. Yo, you was wrong for that, bro. You was wrong we for that. We are accountable. You but was wrong still. for that. I love bro. that you opened for that. That's hilarious. He was wrong for that. Well, bro. that actually is like so exciting. I can't believe I just brought that up and you're just like, yeah, I opened for that show. I was yeah, That was an unforgettable moment. That was how outrageous I, no, him that was yelling at that dude was. Like, <laughs> that was that moment was marked in time. I, I was like, yeah, but that is insane. Yeah. Wow. We were, we were like on the the raised part like right next to the stage mm-hmm. for that whole thing and yeah, uh, we yeah. were fighting for space because that when there was this one dude he just kept like literally shoving us like anytime we got near him I, we, yeah. we had been there the whole night too we had been know. there the whole night and every time we got next to this dude he was like hey he's, he's like I, w- I was waiting here like two hours before the show he's like this is my spot it's general admission I'm he like, ended up getting pulled he ended over up getting dragged building. out by security wow, unbelievable that whole show i was like 
that a lot of shit packed. happened that night. Yeah, yeah that was, nice packs. That I was had been silly. Show. I was very silly for that show. I was. <laughs> Very silly. I, I almost got removed too. I was like doing a whole thing. <laughs> I almost got removed. Well, I remember I told you. I, I said to you, I was like, because he kept like pushing us and like, oh, anyone yeah. who like stood next to him. And I well, was yeah, because like, you were with the date, so I switched with you because I was right. just alone. And I'm like, I'll just be in front of this. But I dude, said like, to you, I was like, I was like, we might have to fight this dude or something. And you immediately, <laughs> you immediately just go stand next to him and just start pushing him. <laughs> no, he pushed me first. He definitely pushed me first. Yeah. <laughs> Because I don't think he down. knew we were switching. I think he thought I was a new person trying to get like on. But the you would like as soon as I said that, you stood next to him and you were just like you were ready. Like you were just like, yeah. Was this before or after the rant? This, this was, was earlier in the night, I think. I think this was after. Was it? Because the rant was towards the beginning of the show. But but I think this was during openers, wasn't it? Like I think. I mean, geez, was this later in the night? I don't. I'm not even sure know. anymore. I but I remember we were told to that it was over. Remember, this dude comes up from behind us because we were like talking about how crazy it was that, that dude was being mad aggressive and he had just been like literally ripped away, like disappeared. Like we didn't even see him going yeah. away. It was just like, oh, yeah, no, he then was that gone. guy like, behind us was like, all right, can we like focus on the show? Yeah, now? he's like, it's over. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, yes, let's very do wise, that. man. Yeah. <laughs> shout out that dude. Yeah, shout out that dude. Yeah, no, honestly, was, he was, was way smarter night. than us. We were. Yeah, that's crazy. We've talked about that show several times because uh, Superstar Snuck asked us what the best hip hop show we've seen in was it? I don't know if it was Boston or the Middle East, but I we I said that show. Yeah, that was I thought it was an awesome. How show. How did you guys get the details that he w- didn't go to soundcheck? Oh, I don't know. Um, Might have. I don't know. I think I on Twitter like I followed Talib Kweli on Twitter, and people were going back and forth with him and shit. Wow, I think crazy. it was on Twitter. Yeah. We should have kept it a mystery and just said that we know people. Yeah. Which <laughs> also, Latab opened for that show. Really? Yeah. Damn, all these people that like I know I'm familiar with now, and I, at the time I was still I was a baby boy. <laughs> that was wild though. Wow, crazy. That was what 2015. That was a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah, I talked to the sound man after. Oh, he was you? the stage sound man. So there's always two sound guys, one on the stage and one in the house. Mm. And so he switched with the guy in the house. And, and so he was back, like, in the back of the venue. Yeah. The one who got flamed? The one who got flamed. Oh. And I walked to talk to him. And I was like, yo, man, he's so upset. He was like, what did I do? <laughs> he, oh, was like, he was like, is the sound really that bad, he said? And I was like, yeah, but, like, you know, he didn't have to flame you like that. No, he really didn't. It was no. unnecessary. Yeah. You know, he's a human being. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I. This is why I say, like, I'm so confused by the sound job because, like, it may be an objective, uh, subjective thing. Like, maybe, you need maybe, like, guys. there's just a certain level that someone else wants that they're not hearing that the other guy's not aware of. So I don't know. Like, getting that matter. That's about why it. sound check is important. Sound check is super important, yeah. and it's like I'm somebody who's like skip sound check a lot. You know, mm. I would always be like Balin would go to sound check, check the okay. mics, yeah, type shit. And I would get on stage and the sound would suck every time. Mm. But, you know, it was on me because I didn't go to sound right, check yeah. right, to communicate in a way that's not going to fuck up the show that my sound sucks. You know, yeah. whether that be just like in between songs, being like, yo, uh, sound man, let me get a little more mic on mine. So, yo, can you turn this monitor down? Or uh, at the Middle East specifically, you know, the sound guy is like right on the side of the stage. Yeah. So I, you could just like, 
get your way over have a conversation with him yeah no that makes but sense yeah, nah, especially if you have a band it's like you need a sound guy mm. you know two of them ideally I think actually I know mm. if you have a band yeah if it's always doing good a rap show DJ you can just pull up make sure the levels is right between the, the DJ and the mic and then you can let the event run itself but if you have a band or multiple mics and shit like that mm. Interesting. So, I mean, I imagine you must have seen a lot of nightmares uh, on the road just between the sound check going wrong and things like that. Do yeah. they, I mean, are they often fixed or is it something like, can that ruin a show if, if sound's not done right? It's just one of the things that could go wrong, you know? One yeah. of the many things. But yeah. does the audience necessarily know, I guess, if it's that bad? Hell yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I'm also like one of them hyper-focused motherfuckers, like. Yeah. I'd be noticing everything. I'd be yeah. like observing everybody in the crowd, looking at people's souls. Yeah. So that makes if sense. They're like, if they're feeling it, I know it. If they're not feeling it, I'm feeling that shit. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. But yeah, now they notice. That makes sense. But you know, there's all types of shit that could go wrong and has gone wrong. The band fucks up. Mm. The band's on different pages. Unrelated to me and Balin, who are rapping up front, the band behind us is right. like going to war type shit. Yeah, right. we've done shows with the DJ. The the beat skips, type shit. Yeah, the beat stops. I mean, I've seen that happen at a couple shows before, where the beat just completely cuts out and they just go acapella for a whole beat. It's like, how do you? I've had like over thirty beat stops or skips. Really? Rap career. So that's a common thing. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I I've done a lot of shows, but like yeah. it's not at this point. Like, there's nothing that could happen that would make make me panic. The more shows you do, the more wild shit yeah. you're gonna experience. You just understand. So. It's like the beat skips. You gotta yeah. You gotta act like the beat skipping is okay and cool. Right. You know? Yeah. And you just learn. Was that this shit over in time. the digital era? Like, or was this with discs? Digital era. Wow, yeah. I, things were skipping. That's I, I guess I'm not really sure how that would happen. I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's just like silly shit. Yeah, can happen. You know, somebody kick a cord out, maybe. True. Your yeah, whole yeah. Shit get unplugged. Yeah. No, happen. things can definitely go wrong. I a guess that totally makes sense. Drums hits right through his snare drum. Now you got that most, happened. Yeah, all types of shit. Damn. Dude, Ooh, and now you got bass. no snare in your headphones. No snare in the headphones. <laughs> the bass amp blows up on stage type shit. What? Ooh, I saw that once. Dude's oh. playing too loud. Boom, blow his shit out. Yeah. It blows up. Now you got your shit's fucked up on stage. What are you yeah, you do? better have that guitar center warranty. Yeah, seriously. That's tough. Need that. Oh, my God. I literally saw, I forget where I was, um... I forget the venue, but it was a place where it was like the bar in the front and the stage in the back, but the rooms were only separated by like a thin wall with like a door to get through. That's the only way I can describe the place, but I forget what it was. Um, and there was a band, maybe it was you guys, and they popped the speaker and it was literally smoking. Like the thing was like smoking because all of a sudden there was just like a loud noise. The sound was half quiet because it was still coming out of some of the other speakers. And they, yeah. like, one of the bouncers carried the speaker out and it was smoking, like, as he's walking through the crowd. Crazy. Some scary stuff out there, music, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, like you said, one of many things that can go wrong. 
Yeah. But that's, uh, I that's guess, life. And what happens with a 10-piece you know? band. You know, you got 10 instruments. or, or It's life. Things yeah. can always go wrong. Yeah. That's true. got to adjust and adapt. Yeah. We do. We do adapt. I think about those arena tours that the pop stars go on. Mm. Oh, man. They like, have, like, the wild sets. So many things have to go right. So it's many like, things you know, have to uh, go right. Like the Yeezus Walks tour or the Yeezus tour. The I, one you went to. No, I haven't. Been, I didn't go to that one because he had one where it was like the stage opened up and oh, like shit. he like reached out. But he even would, the one you went to, he had the floating stage. Like yeah, I I honestly I feel like that had to have been easier. You know, probably it's just a stage. Like I don't. I know. mean, they do crazy shit like that with like at circuses and stuff. Like it's not anything new. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I I have a feeling maybe it's the light shows. I feel like that would be very complicated to time all the I mean, lights all, every time. Yeah, a I lot goes into it. Yeah, or if you yeah, had the one bigger of those suits. the show, the more that goes into it. Right, light show guys, they they can like automate the shit to the sound. Yeah, but if you have like a planned thing, it could be tougher. Mm. We had a light show guy for a little bit, and it was fire. Yeah, I feel like it's cool to do and like what is it the DMX uh controllers like so you can have things programmed to do certain things mm. as they're playing. That's uh That's got to be that's like a whole artist skill on its own being able to run the lights I feel like, you know. Don't Shout know. out School of Rock. They actually show us that in School of Rock. They have a whole set of kids on the lights. So Shout out Jack Black. They do. It's a yeah. good movie. That is a good movie. I think that gets a lot. That got me liking music a lot when I was at that age. But yeah, Shout Tenacious D made me want to start a band, but I didn't know anyone who played instruments. Which Ooh. reminds me of what you said when you said you were like the music person in your group, and then you mm. got to Berkeley and you found like your band basically. You should have gone to yeah. Berkeley, dude. Yeah, I, I should have gone to Berkeley. Except when I got <laughs> to Berkeley, I stopped playing drums. It made me realize I didn't want to drum. Oh like really? That. Yeah. I mean, I was drumming up until. Like I said, like, oh, wait. I mean, I always rap, but I didn't record until I got to, like, right after high school. Mm-hmm. And it was because I started, I was like, yo, I, I, I don't want to jump anymore. But I was like, yo, I still want to make music. Yeah. And so I started rapping. Or, Makes like, sense. pursuing it. But, yeah, my whole life I thought I was going to be a touring drummer growing up. That was like, Do you still keep the drum skills alive, or did you... Hang yeah, that it's up like for riding now. a bike. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Word. Yeah. So you could still tour and drum. That'd for be sure. fun. Definitely. I'd be need a couple of hours of practice and yeah, go on tour for sure. Polish it up real quick. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. No, we can can let you go. We got. We put in a solid two hours. Yeah. Two. I like that. Dos. I think is that the time over there? It's midnight right now. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, I still I yeah. got us at at an hour and a half, just shy. But we started around ten, right? Oh, we took a break. We just took a small break, but they don't know. That. They don't know that we didn't take a break. <laughs> 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 no breaks, no days off. Yeah, we went straight. We record our podcast so quick, <laughs> the fastest ever. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming on. Do you thank have any you, merch uh, or anything you want to plug? Guys. It's been fun. 
You guys are cool as fuck. What? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I interrupted you. Do you, do you have like no, any? I keep mer- talking about how cool we are. I, <laughs> we, you interrupted we, him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there any like merch or websites or anything that you'd want to plug? Nah, I should though, right? I should definitely get some shit popping, right? Yeah, yeah. we'll get you merch. Absolutely. Yeah. I um, yeah, no, I I guess if I'm gonna leave with anything, uh, follow me on everything at Philly G100. I got music coming out for the rest of the year. I'll drop an album next year. I'll take a long break, but drop one next year. It'll be fire. Mm. And um, shout out my guys, the producers that I work with, the artists around me, the musicians around me. Shout out the young niggas coming up. Keep keep grinding. Um, and that's it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks looking for coming on. To, uh, looking forward to whatever's coming out next. Definitely uh, vibing with the stuff you've been dropping lately. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you guys. Well, shout out y'all for having a nice platform. We're doing our best. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All right. So, yeah, keep an eye out. Look out for that new stuff. Philly G, episode 97. It's a wrap. Yeah.